Welcome to Junior Doctors Corner, the podcast that helps medical students and junior doctors like yourself not only survive but thrive in your careers. We cover topics including doctor well-being, career, and life outside of medicine. My name is Dana and I am your host for this podcast. Are you ready for a healthy dose of support, motivation, and inspiration? Then let's start this episode stack. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Junior Doctors Corner. Today's episode is sponsored by DPM. DPM is a financial service provider catered to medical professionals and medical students. And today we have Anthony Dickinson joining us on the podcast interviewed by Dr. Helen Zeng. They'll be covering the topic of salary packaging and a little bit about income protection. So if you're a final year medical student or you are starting internship this year, this is the episode to listen to to sort out two very important aspects of your financial health. Without further ado, let's jump into the show. Hi, everyone. Today, we're talking about salary packaging and income protection, which are both two really important topics, which um, I can say I didn't know a lot about before I started working as an intern. But uh, today, we're very lucky to have Anthony from DPM talk to us about these two topics. Anthony, thank you so much for today. Um, do you mind giving us to um, what you do and also what your company DPM does? Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Helen. Um, so my name is Anthony Dickinson. I'm a tax consultant at DPM. My sort of role at DPM is to help doctors achieve their goals, um, whether it be professional. Um, so I've got a client base um, of students, intern, residents, and registrars. So as you can see, it's uh, very diverse. And essentially, my role as a tax consultant is to help all my clients with their salary packaging, taxes, and introducing them to other services that we do have at the firm. So those services being um, insurance, wealth, lending, um, as well as property advocacy, legal, and self-managed super funds. So uh, DPM, being a financial services company, um, it's pretty much a one-stop shop for all. Yeah, that's fantastic. I can definitely say... I don't speak for everyone, but a lot of um, medical students and junior doctors graduate without that much knowledge in finance, um, given that we spend so much time just studying and learning, you know, many people. Um, can you tell me also, um, just so we know, who who does DPM sort of provide for? Is it as statewide or a nation? Um, so DPM based, so we got an office in uh, Melbourne, uh, we got an office in Sydney, but we do help DIY. Um, if COVID's taught us anything, um, it's that everything has gone online. Um, so it doesn't really matter where you're from. We are able to help clients, you know, wherever you may be. Cool. Well, let's get into the nuts and bolts of it. Um, so let's start off with salary packaging. Can you tell us what exactly is salary packaging? So salary packaging, what it is, it's a unique tax saving for anyone that works in the public hospital system. Um, So what it sort of does, it allows you to apportion part of your income to certain expenses. Therefore, we reduce your taxable income and increase your tax pay. Um, So yeah, it's a benefit. Um, Doctors um, are to it. Um, 
And yeah, it's a really good way of helping you increase your take-home pay. Right, cool. Is just out of interest, do all professions have salary packaging, or is this a like a medical specific thing? Um, unfortunately, not. Uh, I sit down with a lot of my clients and teach them about salary packaging and the best ways to save tax. Uh, but I'm not allowed to do it myself. Oh, um, so right. it is very unique. Um, you can do it if you're working the public hospital systems. Uh, so, yeah, I would really recommend that doctors do take full advantage of it uh, because it's definitely one of the you know the few industries. There are other industries, uh, don't get me wrong, that do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a really unique offering for doctors uh, or anyone just with. Right. Cool. So how does it work exactly? So how it works is you apportion part of your income to um, where you reduce your taxable income and increase your take-home pay. So a fringe benefit is pretty much a benefit from an employer to um, – so what you do is you've got to spend certain money on certain expenses um, which are allowed by hospitals. Um, every hospital has different rules, which I'm sure will be. Um, but what you do is there are certain things you're allowed to spend money on salary packaging. You then submit these to your salary package trader. Um, every hospital will have a different salary packaging administrator. Some will have be the same. But pretty much what you do is you um, you do is you spend the money, then you submit the evidence, and then your salary packaging administrator will contact payroll at the hospital, and you'll start to get paid some of your dollars tax free. Right. Okay. So it gets it allows us to uh, spend a certain amount of money on certain things, and we don't have to pay tax on those things. Is that right? Yes. So pretty much what you do is you're allowed to spend money on certain things that are non-tax deductible. Um, so those things being you know, rent, meals, loans, credit cards, things like that, which we'll go through in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much you can spend money on you know living costs as well as meals, um, that. Um, then you need to submit the evidence and then we reduce your taxable income so you don't pay as much tax. So essentially you submit the evidence, you spend, you spend the money, you submit the evidence, um, and then the, the amount of tax you pay each fortnight when you're paid will be significantly reduced. Um, so therefore, you, you're earning more money. Okay. That sounds really good. So what exactly can you salary package? And in particular, I think what a lot of um, junior doctors might be interested in is whether you can salary package your mortgage or your rent. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there are things you can package. So there's two parts to salary packaging. There's um, what I call part A, which is living expenses. The things here you're allowed to package is rent, loans. Um, so for rent, uh, and depending on where you go as well, um, and it's probably a wise decision to find earlier um, from when you start intern because you can actually sometimes backdate expenses depending on the hospital you go to. So you can use your rent from your final year, say, for example, um, and package it as soon as you start your internship. Um, but for rent, you need, just need your rental agreement. Um, you need to submit evidence of that to your administrator and then you're able to just, um, for loans. So if you have a personal loan, car loan, home loan, um, you can definitely sell package these as well. All you need for them is um, for also for living expenses under this $9,010 cap, you can also sell package credit card repayments. So it doesn't really matter what you spend the money on the credit card on. You just can sell, you can salary package what. Um, so essentially, that's a way of being able to salary package, you know, um, groceries, shopping, sort of whatever you like, because it doesn't matter what you spend the money on. It's 
the repayments made to the card. So on the living expenses side, you do have a cap of $9,010 and that's per FBT. FB, an FBT is a fringe, what a fringe benefit is. The main takeaway you want from this is a fringe benefit year is run separately just to make it confusing for us <laughs> from a calendar year and from a financial year. So a fringe benefits tax year is run from April 1 to March 31 and that's what the salary package in year runs on as well. So throughout a calendar year, um, it sometimes means that you can salary package multiple times uh, depending on the state. Uh, but, yeah, pretty much you've got $9,010 to use on those expenses that I just touched on, the rent, the loans. Uh, then there's also part of um, salary packaging, which has a cap of $2,650. And the things here you can package under this cap is um, accommodation and venue hire. Um, believe it or not, not many clients in 2020 were salary packaging um, venue hire or accommodation. <laughs> Um, but they're definitely benefits that you can salary package hopefully going forward. And you've got 2650 to use per fringe benefits tax year per employer as well. Um, from the meal side, um, you pretty much just need to keep your receipt. Yeah. Um, these days, a lot of the hospitals now allow takeaway um, because it used to be you have to have a main meal, you had to dine in and you had to frills. Um, COVID came in and, yeah, they changed the rules on that. Uh, which is an extra benefit. So keep your meals receipts, submit them to your salary packaging administrator, and then you'll be able to see. Um, there are a lot of things to salary package. So it's just too good to have an understanding of what your salary package and every individual is different. Um, some people might not be renting. Some people might own their own home. Some people might not be doing either, might be living at home. Mm-hmm. Um, from the Part B side, um, you know, if you're looking at traveling, you might salary package your accommodation. Um, you might travel. Um, but as I touched on, every hospital does have different rules around what you can sell package and every state's different as well in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're really the main things that you can use. Okay, awesome. Thank you for that. That was really helpful. I Personally, I didn't even know that we could now sell um, If I can give any advice there is before you start your intern, if you're in your final year, um, you should find out. And once you find out your position of where you're going to be um, interning, Find out the rules around the salary packaging and if you can incur in these expenses at the time. Um, so it's really just about, you know, sitting down, having a salary packaging plan and then yeah. just following that. Um, if you're unsure about anything, do ask questions, ask, um, ask your administrator, ask a financial advisor because there's definitely people that help. Yeah. And if you take full advantage of it, you will increase. Um. So how much can you roughly save by salary packaging? Is it the number that you've mentioned, the 9000 plus the 2000 ish uh, No, it's not, unfortunately. Um, so it's your tax rate is what you're pretty much saving. Uh, um, everyone, um, you know, the individual, you're, um, and what hospital you're going to um, and how many times you salary package throughout the year. So some residents might save, you know, $3,000 per year. Some interns might save $10,000 per year. It's really different depending on the individual. Mm. Um, if you fully maximise both the 9,010 and 2,650 caps, um, then, you know, you can save um, your tax rate, you know, probably about 25% of that, um, which is roughly two and a half, three grand. But mm. if you package multiple times throughout the year, um, you know, it can as well. 
Um, so it's a pretty difficult question to um, to say an exact figure on, but it's definitely at the end of the day. Yeah. And when you say salary packaging multiple times, is that what you mean by, for example, interns starting out and doing it again or if a, a resident changes yes. hospital? Yes, correct, Helen. Um, so if you're to move hospitals um, and change employer, you'll mm-hmm. probably, you'll get access to the caps again, the 9,010 and 26,500. Okay. Uh, and then if you're to um, cross over, um, you know, as an intern, if you cross over multiple um, years, then you're able to sell package there as well. Yeah. Keep in mind that 9,010 and 26,500, um, that's Victoria and New South Wales. Um, Queensland's a little bit different in that regard. Um, so you might not have access to the full caps of these. Um, so it's best to check with someone um, about what hospital you're going to um, to really get an understanding of your own personal position in regards to salary packaging. Thanks. Um, and if you salary package more, what I've heard is that um, it may mean that you have to start paying back like your uni fees, your hex fees earlier. Can you tell us a bit about this? Yeah, really good question. Uh, and it's a really common question we get asked. And it is one you sort of need to be aware of. So what happens when we salary package is we reduce your tax. You reduce your taxable income. So by reducing your taxable income, you're paying less tax. But when it comes time to do your tax return, you need to include the salary packaging amount, which boosts back up your income. So once we boost that back up, it means that you've probably left a shortfall of um, your HEX help debt repayments. So these need to be caught up come tax time. Um, So a tax return is pretty much a reconciliation between, you know, the tax you've paid and it gives us your taxable income figure. So then we work out exactly how much you should have paid um, of your help, HEX or help debt during that year. Um, and a lot of the time, because your salary package, you've reduced your taxable income, you've missed these repayments. Um, so it then reconciles uh, pretty much what you're doing. Um, you're still definitely better off um, and save the tax on this, but you're pretty much just making up the difference of what you need to pay of your help debt. Um, and this is just a debt off. Um, and it just really boosts up, um, you know, so you might be in a tax position um, come tax returns, depending on, you know, your personal situation, what your deductions will be. Um, but it's not uncommon for this to occur at tax time for a lot of um, um, there A lot of times we get asked um, how you can, you know, combat that, um, what I should do. Yeah. There's two options to it. Um, you're Actually, you can tell your employer to with tax. Um, still definitely salary package as much as you um, can. Um, the other way is just to be aware of it coming. Um, so it's not usual for interns to really um, have a tax payable because um, so most of the time it's you don't have to pay your help debt back until you earn over $45,000 and then it gets tiered up from there um, to how much. Um, so it's just really being aware that once you, you know, you've earned over $45,000 that you will need to pay some back um, and it's just how much it just sort of depends on, you know, how much you're working, um, what overtime you're doing, how much. Um, and you've mentioned it, you have like it's best to clarify with your hospital and with your administrator um, what exactly, what benefits exactly you can get um, from salary packaging. So is it is it a hospital specific sort of thing? And in in that regard, how does DPI? Um, so it is very hospital um, specific. So that what happens is a hospital sets the rules around what you can package. 
Um, and then each hospital is going to have a salary packaging administrator. Um, so you can't choose who your salary packaging administrator is. The hospital will choose this. And that's who you salary package with. Um, so every hospital does have different rules. Um, so what I'd advise is sitting down um, with a financial advisor, sitting down and working on a salary packaging plan, personalised and tailored towards yourself because everyone's personal position is different. Every hospital's rules are different. Um, so that's what we sort of offer in regards to um, a lot of final years or even interns sit down with us and we'll go through a plan tailored towards them, what they'll package and the hospital they're going to. Right. Um, so we'll, we'll sit down and write a plan um, for you to follow and then that's just how we salary package from there. But as I said, every state's different, every hospital is different, um, so everyone's going to have a different plan. Yeah. Um, a lot of people um, will, you know, speak amongst um, hospitals, but they might not be able to do the same things at their hospital. So it's very different, uh, very unique. Yeah. Uh, so it's just working around what applies to you and who you're going to be salary packaging with. Um, and a lot of hospitals use an internal administrator. Some use um, a lot of external administrators. Um, so it's just setting up an account with them and making sure you um, provide the evidence to that administrator. Um, but, yeah, DPM's offering is really just sitting down, writing the plan and making sure you maximise your salary packaging to create the best tax saving for yourself. Awesome. Sounds great. Okay. Now let's move on to the next big um, topic of income protection. Now, personally, I I don't actually have income protection on, on my salary at the, at the moment, Anthony. So um, <laughs> you might have to do teach me a bit and also uh, any other, you know, uh, junior doctors or medical students in the same position um, and maybe even convince us as to why, why we should get income protection. <laughs> so let's start off with what exactly is income protection? Um, yeah, you're not meant to tell me that, Helen. No, but that's fine. That's <laughs> completely understandable. Um, but what income protection is, is income protection is if you're unable to work due to illness or injury, you'll still be paid a part of your salary up until when you can return to work. Um, if you can't return to work, you'll be paid up until retirement age. Um, the reason it's really important is uh, for doctors is because it's quite occupation-specific. Um, your income is going to be your biggest asset throughout your career. Um, you've worked so hard to start earning that income. Um, you've you know got through university, you've uh, graduated from med school, and you start to earn that income. It's going to be your biggest asset for the rest of your work, for the rest of your life. Um, because you know if you couldn't earn your income, you wouldn't be able to you know, sort of live. Um, so it's really important to start thinking or to have some sort of income protection in place at some stage um, of your career. Mm. So pretty much um, there's different types of income protection, um, different waiting periods, um, but it's essentially if you're unable to work, you'll still be paid um, a portion of your salary. It's usually up about 75% of your salary and it's up until when uh, you know, it's the one to claim on. Um, but if you're unable to work again, you'll still be paid up until retirement age. Oh, awesome. Um, and I'm guessing this sort of, like, if you're unable to work, is it not possible to, say, ask a hospital to pay you leave, that sort of thing? So it really depends on, and that's a really good question, it really depends on um, your um, leave balances. So, you know, um, when you start off, you're probably not going to have any leave. So if you're, you know, something that never does um, was to happen to you and you're unable to work, how long would you be able to get by without earning an income? 
Mm. Uh, if you have a good leave, um, if you have a good leave balance, you decide to develop one. Um, you know, you'd say you're a resident, you've been working for a few years, you might have a few weeks in the bank. How long until you'd need um, income? How long would you be able to get biased to you? Um, you know, working in the medical industry, I'll like it. Um, everyone else out there, they see what goes on in place. Um, so things do happen in people's lives. So it's really important to, you know, start thinking about protecting. Um, so, you know, it's really just working out how long you'd be able to get by without income. And, you know, um, if you have debt or dependence as well, that's a really important one um, because, you know, if you weren't able to work, you still um, repay these. Um, if not, you know, something like income protection could be really important too. Right. Yeah, definitely. You never really know what could happen in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, being careful and protecting your income does does make sense. So, Anthony, would you be able to give us an a rough idea about how much income protection? Uh, yeah, really good question, Helen, and a really difficult one to answer actually um, just because it's um, really, really different for every individual. Um, so the fee you'll pay, well, income protection is based upon really what your income is, how much you're sort of protecting. Um, it's also based on a fact find, um, your health, um, sort of what you do in your life as well. So every client's different. So, yeah, I'm not trying to dodge the question at all. It's just really, really difficult to answer um, and it's one you probably need to sit down with an insurance consultant um, and they'll be able to give you a much more precise idea of exactly how much you'll pay there. But there's definitely no, like, percentage that you could roughly approximate, no? No, unfortunately not. It's really based upon, so you know, um, how much you earn uh, that will play. Um, you know, if you have had pre-existing health um, issues, that will come into play. Um, if you do high-risk um, things like you know you enjoy rock climbing every week, that will come into play. So there's just so many different things. Okay. Um, where they have to- okay. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but- um, so you know, if you did want to have sit down and work out an idea, um, do speak to an insurance consultant. And they'll be able to, you know, give you, um, you'll have to fill out a fact find, go through a few things, and then they'll be able to tell you, you know, exact figures on how much you'll pay. And it really depends on, you know, waiting periods and what sort of exact product you choose um, and what type of income protection you do get as well. Yeah, cool. Makes sense. So to wrap things up, can you tell us a bit about DPM's new medical student hub? During COVID, we actually started a medical hub at DPM where we, got together um, as a team and sat down and um, just started to produce some resources that we thought would be really helpful for students at all different stages of their career. It's really just about understanding, you know, the sort of medical career and the doctor's journey. So do go check it out. Um, There's some really useful things on there. And it's really just about, you know, sort of giving back to students and helping guide them through and, you know, sort of pointing out things that they might not necessarily think about doing their med degree. So it's just really a hub um, for all our student members. So what you need to do is sign up for free student membership and then it gives you access to all these resources and tools. And, yeah, we're more than welcome to, you know, answer any questions and any feedback would be great on it. And what you'd like to see would also be good. Awesome. I almost want to sign up, but do you have anything similar that you offer to like junior doctors instead of medical students? So we do have free student membership. Uh, free student membership um, that gives you access to all our resources and tools. It gives you free student tax returns, um, and then once you graduate, we have an internship package. Um, the internship package is what we offer um, interns. Uh, we also do have a residency package as well. 
what it costs you um, is $550 to join up to DPM as for the internship package. That's tax deductible um, and inclusive GST, and you don't actually pay it until you we submit your 2021 or whatever year, that year's tax return um, of your internship year. Okay. What it gets you is access to the areas I've sort of touched on. So, you know, insurance advice, wealth advice, uh, wealth initial consultations. It gives you tax advice, your salary packaging plan. Um, that's where you're going to save the most um, money in terms of tax. It gets you your tax return as well as unlimited advice from your tax consultant as well. And what does DPM offer and what makes DPM unique to other sort of financial services companies? DPN's real unique offering is the understanding of the medical career pathway and all the different milestones and obligations that doctors will face throughout their career. Whether you're a student, intern, resident, registrar, consultant, whatever stage you're at, understanding them and what you're about to intake is really important and what we find our clients really get a lot of use out of. DPM is just actually read on the website where they do, we do now have a roadmap bot on the website so you can go online and that's a useful tool um, with sort of understanding you know what's ahead for you there's some worksheets on there about you know sort of setting goals um, and sort of what you want to achieve so we do have that on the website so feel free to check that out as well but yeah it's called a roadmap bot and so how can we get in contact with dpm and all the services that that you provide so there's a few ways you can get in touch with us. Um, you can jump online um, and visit www.dpm.com.au. You can also jump on um, our socials. So, you know, you can respond to our Instagram account to get in contact. You can respond to our stories. You can message us on Instagram, um, Facebook, things like that. Or you can email grad at dpm.com.au if you do have questions that you want answered. Well, thank you so much for your time, Anthony. I'm sure um, a lot of people would have found this episode really really helpful now thanks for having me if you really like that episode please don't forget to leave a review on itunes to help a sister out and don't forget to subscribe to our email list so that you never miss an episode 